Hey, what is going on everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome to another episode of Mario's Minute. In case you are not aware, this is a monthly podcast I do, and this is a second podcast I do here on the channel. I have two in case you don't know. I have Mod Chat, which is the live stream, live show slash podcast that I do with Devin, otherwise known as Paranoid Coder, where we talk about things in the modding world that are going on. And I also have Mario's Minute, which just started this year, and we've been doing it for, at this point now, six months straight. This is a series where I just really talk about whatever the hell I want to. Sometimes I have guests and sometimes I don't. And this time I have a guest on who uh, some OGs of the channel might be familiar with, but I haven't had you on for a very, very long time, it seems. So, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. so so who, who do I have on the line with me? Who here? do you have on line? And not, e- not even on the line. I mean, we're sitting here at the kitchen table without <laughs> our shoes. Yeah. Hey, man. But yeah, it has been a while. What's up, Danny? Oh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. How, how are you doing, Sean? Pretty good. And oh. for those who don't know, it's me, Sean. How's Sean. it going? Uh, it's going well. It's going well, yeah. No, so uh, I guess... Tell the people, the good people who are going to be listening to this, a little bit about yourself. And also, I, I thought one thing that we should get into is how we know each other. Hmm. I mean, I think you're better at telling the story than I am on how we met. Because I always forget, but I think it's funnier <laughs> whenever you tell it. But uh, me and Danny have known each other for a long time now. I think middle school, right? Yeah, middle school. So, well, the first time I ever saw you, it was in elementary school because we had this... We had this like festival where I don't know if anybody I don't know if schools still do this. I would hope they do in the U.S. But what was it even called? Uh, it was I don't remember the exact name, but it was essentially just it, it was a, a big assembly. So people might have had this where you know you have your music class in elementary school and you all have to sing at this assembly and do all this other stuff. And in sixth grade, they decided to do this thing where they had all of the sixth graders across the district sing the same songs in the same way. And then we all <laughs> met at a local middle school and did our concert there. And it was your specific class that fucked up the order because everyone was supposed to go from left to right, shortest to tallest. And y'all went from tallest to shortest. And Sean, you were right in front of me. And I distinctly remember you kept blocking my way completely. I didn't know your name. I didn't know who you were, but you kept blocking my way completely. And we have like home video footage of it too, which I need to find. It's like every single time you see me a little bit, Sean moves in the way. He's told me this story a few times, and I never even realized it. I need to see this video, and because it sounds so funny. I need to find this video. There's a lot of home movies that, um, about a year ago, I had this project where I digitized like 50 home movies. We had like 50 or 60 home movies, and that's still not all of them. Really? We still have a lot of tapes that I haven't digitized yet. So I was hitting up my parents. I'm like, guys, I remember this tape, this tape, this tape, this tape, this thing. I can't, I can't find them. Y'all need to find them for me. So, because <laughs> this, we don't watch cassette tapes. So I just told them, I'm like, anytime you find a tape, put it to the side and give me any tapes you find, so yeah. I can digitize them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told you about some other ones I have. Where <laughs> you're laughing. I don't, want, I don't want to talk about. It's nothing horrible. I don't want to talk about on camera here at the same time. But no, it's just like I. I told you, I went through all my tapes. I was like, Sean, I cannot find this specific one. Oh, yeah. When I find it and digitize it, you're going to be the first person I show. Dude, I'm excited. <laughs> I can't even remember what I look like from back then. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, but man. But good times. Good times, yeah. But oh, we yeah. didn't become friends until... So I saw you were at like middle school started. So that was like sixth grade, the first time I ever saw you. Yep. And then it was seventh grade... 
we'd seen each other around quite a bit, but we still never talked. And it was eighth grade. We had a science class together and we just started talking and became friends that way. Yeah. See, and, and that's like... And then became like best friends. And, yeah. Like, that's the part I just can't remember because it was just like, there was one year where I didn't know who you were. And then the next year, it was like, we were best friends. Well, because we were on the same team in... Uh, it, well, we were like on that same team. We had some of the same classes. And yeah. we just started talking and just like, you know, it, it, everything just like clicked real well. Yeah. Like, Sean, everyone likes you, though. <laughs> no, seriously. That's what everybody really does tell me. But it's like... Everyone likes you. Everyone rocks with Sean. Hey, man. It still works now, right now. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. If someone doesn't like Sean, I don't trust them. Right? They're like, <laughs> people have used that when I hung out. They're like, I'm meeting some new people, and I'm like, mm, you know, kind of talk to the, like my friends in like the background. They're like, yeah, let's just leave them. <laughs> and it's just like, you guys are really just going to trust me like that? Okay, sure. Yeah, no, it's kind of like some people have it where they're just like, oh, yeah, if dogs don't trust someone or dogs get angry at someone or if animals don't like the certain person you don't trust them i'm like no i'm gonna use sean as my meter on that like i have yet to meet someone like this but if i ever meet someone who's like yo i don't trust sean i'm like i don't trust you i don't trust you <laughs> like what are you hiding <laughs> what's wrong with you exactly exactly you're just a real likable person so. hey man i try yeah it's good so it's good on that yeah but yeah and then what past that we started doing some videos and stuff. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Now before, like before anybody really knows like what the Mr. Mario channel was about in its current state, <laughs> this was used for videos that we had made in my high school video productions class oh and random other goodness. shit and some iPhone and iPod related tutorials. Oh yeah. Man, I like I kept it real real low key then cuz it was just like I was I was just uploading some th random things here and there, things that help whatever it was. I remember though like I involved Sean in almost every Video productions video. <laughs> I remember it was great because we would pull each other out of class for that shit. Oh, dude, that was the best. You know, after I did my VP, because I did VP one and two. After I did those classes, they changed it so that you could no longer pull people out of class no because people way. were taking those classes and their friends would be like, "Hey, put me in your video," so that way it was a excellent excuse to legitimately play hooky. Really? Yeah, because, dude, what would we do? I would pull you out of class and we would just, like, mess around for an hour. Yeah, dude, we would legit just walk around for an hour. I remember because Well, because I we're getting our shots and framing everything. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it was the meme we're in, like, every video. Every video with Sean, I made him throw up. Yep. It was yep. fake, but, yeah. But it's still... There was a few times where it almost happened, for real. <laughs> like, the garbage can where I shoved my head into a garbage can. And your can. phone fell and into my, the disgusting oh, garbage can. Ugh. <laughs> What a day. I remember that smell. That was bad. Dude. Uh. I remember, I, I look at, the, I, sometimes I watch those videos, I'm like, oh my god, we were so small. Because <laughs> we were like 15, 16 when we were doing those videos. Yeah, dude, we were so young, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. Some of those like hold up well, and then other ones are just like, oh my god. Some of them I have, okay, like I, I think I privately have, but some of them I have like completely erased from history. I'm like, I am not sharing this video. I'm not getting it out there. If you want to watch it, you're going to watch it in a very controlled setting where it's not going to leave this room. <laughs> yeah. Cat Blanket was the worst one I made. Cat Blanket? Oh my god. <laughs> that was the green screen one I had to make, and it was bad. Hey, man. I should have shown you all the ones I had to make. Yo, okay, Sean, that was one thing I was going to ask. So I am disappointed. I never got to see this. Now, it, it's an urban legend that it exists, but I never saw this 
production that you made where you all did a Pac-Man video. Dude, we did a Pac-Man video. But no one can confirm it because y'all refuse to show me. Yep, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure all copies of it are erased. Oh, man. I'm so happy that it has never seen the light of day. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we showed it to our class. Now, that would be a rarity. Dude. That would be a true rarity. That was a weird video. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, apparently that was your green screen video. Yeah, man. It was... It was not good. <laughs> I want to see this. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's great, though. <laughs> Those were fun. Oh. But then what? Past that, we ended up going to the same college. Exactly. Um, And you started doing more of your YouTube stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was uh, like it was college. Yeah. Where, like it was right after high school where YouTube started picking up. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. no one knew how to do shit with tutorials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then Sean was like, you. so you were in a lot of videos either like helping me out or doing the cameraman thing. Yep. I remember you told me too that it got to the point where your parents were always using you to take photos and stuff because you got so good with handling a camera. Dude. And that's still the same today. It's like riding a bike. You don't ever forget. You Right? It's like, even though my hand is really shaky, I just know how to get the right camera. Oh, my hands shake as well, too. And I can solder. So, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you already gave me a lot of skills that I needed for that stuff. Oh, so well, it's thank like, you. It's really nice. And you were just helping me out quite a bit. So, yeah, and it was yeah. fun. And yeah. I still love it. So, yeah. yeah. We do have, I mean, this podcast is coming out much earlier. I have a tentative date for this, but I do have a, uh, I have a video with Sean that's going to be coming out in a few months. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Because we actually, we did film a video together a few weeks ago. Yep. But it's just because of scheduling and all that. Like, it's a, it's not like it's a hard video. It's an easy video to make. <laughs> it's just with the way I'm scheduling out my uploads right now. It will be out in a few months. But you, you will see, see Sean again this year for sure. Hey, what's up? <laughs> nice. So, yeah, future Sean. And you'll probably see Lily and hear her. She's just like. I'm just expecting her to start barking. That's what I'm expecting. She's no, just... dude, she just looks out the window and sometimes she'll just start like barking at things like crazy. <laughs> yeah. There was actually a, um, there was a person who was outside. I think they were in ROTC or something. And she started just like barking and howling like crazy. I don't know. Maybe she's like Bojack Horseman. She just doesn't respect the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad dog sometimes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about as well, too. So, Sean, I know, I, I think I've run this by you a little bit, like the diet and stuff I've been doing. Yep. But uh, in the past few episodes, I've talked about this on here, so I just kind of wanted to give an update. But two months ago, um, I was actually, I was recording it the first day I was doing keto. Oh, and nice. then about a month ago, I did, you know, one month update. So I'm giving a two month update right now. As of recording this at the moment, um, as of two days ago, Sean. Mm-hmm. I am now a normal BMI for the first time ever. You actually got your like actual BMI? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. No, so for anyone who doesn't know anything, you know, if I think for anything from 18 to 25 BMI is normal, 25 to 30 I believe is overweight and 30 plus is obese. Hmm. And throughout my adult life I have never been a normal BMI. I've always been overweight. And when I was a kid, like when I was really, really small, I'm pretty sure I was a normal weight and then ballooned up, got overweight, pretty sure I got obese at one point, <laughs> went back down to overweight and just been overweight for the longest time. So yeah, no, I still have, I haven't hit my goal weight yet. What's your goal weight? 
I'm not going to say the number okay. on here. Yeah, because I'm also kind of changing it too. I'm like, I can go down a little you bit. You can go more. down a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. yeah, 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 yeah. But no, so far it's it's been working out well enough and keto actually seems to just... Now this way of eating, because I've been eating like this for two months, it just seems normal, normal. to me. Yeah. Yeah. The other, I know like some people will talk about like superpowers, mind clarity, whatever stuff they have. I think the biggest difference I've noticed is probably just over a month in... You start to get a grasp of what normal is, which it's like, oh, I can sleep for seven hours and then go to work and do stuff the next day, and I'm not dead-ass tired by noon. Yep. And now at this point, like, instead of getting lethargic from food, food actually gives me, like, it, it wakes me up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it actually gives you that energy. It gives me that power, yeah. yeah. I have the power now, but no, I've even, I've even noticed there's several times, because now it's like, I've pretty much been able to regulate regulate myself more. So, I wake up at the same times. I'm getting hungry at the same times. If I go past that, I don't get, like, angry or agitated, but I notice I just get dead-ass tired if I go two or three hours, like, being hungry. And then once I eat my food, within like 30 to 45 minutes, I have this huge burst of burst energy. Burst of energy, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm like, this is how food is supposed to do things. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is how I'm supposed to regularly function. Yeah, so now about, as I said, over a month in, I'm just like, oh, this is what normal feels like. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought in order to feel like this, I had to get a bunch of sleep and drink coffee and drink energy drinks and all that. Because now, like, if I, you know, if I have a huge power burst like that, it's about the same as drinking an energy drink for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's nuts. And, like, I kind of wish I could get to there. I got to work on it a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I kind of had the same feeling when I had my kidney stone and then I quit soda for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Soda and energy drinks. Just got rid of it. Just drank water and tea. And it's amazing too because you would think like, oh yeah, I need this because it's like it's it has all the chemicals, it has the caffeine, it has the sugar yeah. and all that stuff. So that should wake you up. But your body will regulate itself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If like you... it'll return it back to that kind of normal state mm-hmm. where it's like you're just working off that sleep. Then you use the food to like you know power yourself. Exactly. You don't need that supplementary stuff. Yeah, it helps out. You know. Sometimes you don't get that proper night of sleep or something like that, yeah. and that's when it kind of helps out. I'm not an angel with my sleep. I still sleep kind of shitty. I don't. I yeah. don't sleep as much as I'm supposed to. Do. And on top of that, as well, like I, I now I've actually started drinking coffee more often on this diet, which is kind of funny. But it's like I enjoy it more. And then now it's like I cap myself easily at like I have one cup of coffee a day. Actually, even now in recent times, I will struggle to finish that cup of coffee. So wow. I will be sipping that cup of coffee throughout an entire day. And by the end, like, I'm, I'm not done with it. I might have, like, a fourth left. And at that point, I just trash it because there's no point. Yeah. But there's some times where I'm just, like, maybe around, like, 11 a.m. Like, oh, man, I'm, I'm kind of tired, a little bit fatigued. Um, and then I have my coffee, and that fixes me up. Yep. And it's, like, coffee is a hell of a lot better than drinking a soda or drinking an energy drink or whatever it is. Yep. So. Just yeah. get that caffeine because you just drink it black, right? No extra yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. As of like, I think starting in, so since I was like 19 or 20, I just drink my coffee black. Oh, man. I didn't know that part. Yeah. But yeah. Because yeah. It, it got to the point, there was one time I had a cold brew. And I remember I poured it up and I drank it. And alone, just black cold brew, this was so good. It had such a rich texture and taste and aroma and just tasted it was even slightly sweet but it was so good that i said if i add anything to this it's going to ruin it and i drank the whole thing and 
tasted great, felt fine. And that day I remember I learned, I was like, if, if I drink a cup of black coffee and it tastes like shit, it's either low quality coffee or it hasn't been prepared as well as it's supposed yep. to. Yep. It's That's like- a bad cup. Like adding a bunch of sugar, adding a bunch of creamer, that is covering up bad coffee. Or that's if you want to treat yourself. But yeah. a lot of people think that's like, even I myself, like a lot of people would think that that is the way you're supposed to be drinking your coffee. Yep. Yeah, for me, not so much. My philosophy is like a good cup of coffee should speak for itself. If you have to add stuff to it, you either want a candy drink or you're drinking a shitty cup. Yeah. Or you just don't like coffee. That's also option three, which again, then you should go to option one, which is you're drinking a candy drink. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just not be drinking coffee. You're exactly. Just or just sugar. get like, or just drink, get like one of those like delicious Starbucks drinks. Yeah. Like, I mean, people rag on Starbucks. So I'm like, hey, man, like they're, they're special drinks they have. They're like three, four bucks in the Frappuccinos. Like, man, they taste good. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's liquid candy. Yeah. It's really what it's, it is. It's liquid candy with a little bit of frosting on top. Exactly. Which is still then just pure fluff. Yeah, just fluff. Just sugar and just more sugar. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of it for, for people on that, at least. I know we kind of like circle around with a bunch of play- things. But so far, you know, I was able to uh, to hit my, um, not a goal. I guess that was my second goal. My second goal was to get to a normal BMI. But I've downgraded for the first time in my life, and I'm happy. Like yeah, even dude. so, Sean, the, these shorts I'm wearing, I realized I because I just pulled them out of my closet today. Yeah. When I pulled them out, I, I shared this story on Twitter. But I pulled them out and I put them on. And I felt something in my pocket. Reached back around, and there was a receipt from over a year ago that what? I had not. I just forgot to dispose of. Okay. It's actually a ramen shop we went to. So I think the last time I wore these, I was with you. Funny enough, <laughs> but. Aside from the point on there, but what happened was I looked at it, I was like, damn, I haven't been able to wear these in a year. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I wore these in the past year, I would have noticed that. Yeah. So now I'm starting to, you know, like some of my tighter fitting clothes, I'm able to get into the holes are feeling good. Yep. Yeah, yeah. My clothes are already a little bit loose on me. Now they're even looser on me. So... No, it's it's been nice doing That's that. That's cool, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're looking good now. It's like well, thank it's you. crazy, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. This was the thing I was going to show you as well too. I kind of want to get your reaction on here. So, sorry everyone. This is it's more visual, visual. So Sean here, but so that was me first day. Okay. Right. Okay. First day. Wow, holy crap. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, dude, you can definitely see it. It's nuts. Well, thank you. Oh my god! Appreciate gosh. it. Even yeah, like, dude. yeah, no. So the the pictures I'm I'm so showing Sean some pictures that I've been taking. Um, which I mean, at one point I, later on I might release, but I took some photos of the first day I was doing keto versus the photos I just showed you were the first day I was a normal BMI. Yeah, and that was about 19 pounds lost. Like, it's kind of crazy to think about it because it's what it's only been a few months. right? It's been two months. It's yeah, been it, two took, months. it took just under two months. And like a lot of people think, you know, not a lot can change, but it's like. Right there. Well, even I thought of it as well, too. And you have to kind of like stack it up like this. Uh, a lot of it is you have to look kind of long term. But because yeah. um, people, when they lose and, and keto, you lose weight fast. But yeah. people want to drop a ton of weight yeah. really fast. Um, but then even I myself, I was a little bit disappointed when there were times where I would lose half a pound or one pound one week. So like, let's say, you know, you're losing a pound a week. That doesn't sound you no. know like a whole lot. It's like, oh, OK, you're losing a pound a week. OK. Multiply that by four. In one month, you're losing four pounds. Yep. Look over the entire year. If you do this for the entire year, you're going to lose over 50 pounds. Yeah. 
you would probably be pretty happy losing 50 pounds if you're overweight. Yeah, it's all about that long-term goal. Exactly. It's like you set your weight limit that you want to get to, mm-hmm. and then just kind of work at it. Just chip it away. Yeah. And like eventually, you'll, you'll attain it. Like, the, the thing I've noticed as well, too, is that you have to also... You have to want to lose it. Yeah. Because here's the thing. A lot of people, like, they'll go into diets like miserable. And it's not just keto, but they'll go into anything miserable or maybe for the wrong reasons. It's like, no, I'm, I'm doing this because I was truly not comfortable in my body. Yep. Yeah. Like, I wasn't feeling the effects of being fat, but mm-hmm. I think the, the one main thing I was picking up was uh, I noticed whenever I'm, like, above 175 pounds, my feet hurt more than they, they normally should. Really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, once I get over that, I like if I'm standing for a bit, I'm like, oh man, my feet are just like hurting. Yeah. Wow. And I I haven't had noticeable foot pain in like the past two months I've been doing this. So part of it could be because my feet don't swell or anything, but part of it could be, you know, just like less swelling overall because I'm holding less water. Yeah. But I think also the main thing is just like, oh yeah, I'm carrying around about 20 pounds less. Less weight. Yeah. Yeah. And like it also doesn't like. Your body was kind of used to that at one point, so it's like a little bit stronger than it is, and then True that. you kind of lost that weight, and it's like, oh, this is like easy now. Well, that's why you see with a lot of, not everyone, but there's like a lot of big people where if you look at their body structure, it's like, oh, you have actually pretty nice looking legs, and then you have like a huge stomach. Yep. Yeah. Because their legs are just like, what, like or they, they might just walk around everywhere, yep. and used, their legs have to be toned and used to carrying around all that weight. Yeah. So you're going to have some hella strong legs, <clears throat> to a degree. Yeah. <laughs> to a degree to a degree yeah. you, you don't got those superman legs no but. no 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 <laughs> no man <laughs> but yeah I, I think that's enough on here at least that that's been the keto update so far so so far it's doing yeah. well i think last thing i was gonna say actually is in a few days i'm actually gonna be um getting a physical for the first time in like over a year really I'm gonna be getting blood work and all that as well too nice. so i'm really excited to see my numbers on oh that. yeah yeah because that's gonna be like either okay, maybe I'll see the numbers and it's like, oh, maybe I should change some things on this or, oh, what if I'm just healthier than I was before? Yeah. Which that's what I'm hoping for and I wouldn't be too surprised if my numbers now look better than they have they have before. You'll actually get the like thumbs up overall from the doctor. You exactly. Know? Not the, you should go outside and walk more or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man. Like the, we don't want to make you feel terrible, but you really should look at yourself. Yeah. I think I've talked with uh, what was going on. No, one of my coworkers, he started dieting as well, too, again, because he had dieted and was successful, and then he gained it back because he got lazy, and he stopped, and then he's been losing it. And he said his reason for getting back on, he's like, nah, like my, I looked at my scale, and it pretty much just said, what the fuck, back to me. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> oh, man. I, I think that's the other thing, too. It's like some people will keep weighing themselves a lot, Mm-hmm. And it's like, I would recommend almost not doing that. Like, unless, you know, you want to actually keep track of how much of you're course. losing and stuff every week so that you can, you know, balance out what you're doing so that you're not, you know, losing too much or losing too little. Mm-hmm. But it's like, just keep going. And bodies, just wait. Are, yeah. bodies are weird. Sean, there was one weekend where, because sometimes I weigh myself daily. There was one weekend where both day, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, actually, I was eating less than my recommended amount. I was eating well under my macros and i was walking a ton i gained weight each day yep bodies are weird dude (laughs) it is weird muscle mass sometimes if you eat under your body stores more fat it's so weird yep 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 yeah bodies are weird science science rules (laughs) (laughs) 
So, man. Sean, what all do you know about Fortnite? Fortnite? Yeah. I mean, I've been getting back into it a little bit. I definitely was one of like, like I picked it up really early. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw it, I was excited for it. Now, Fortnite or Fortnite Battle Royale? <clears throat> Uh, I played a little bit of Battle Royale when it came out, and okay. I'm playing it a little bit more now. Okay. But, like, when it first came out, I was just like, eh. I think that's what, I think it was an overwhelming, mm. eh. Yeah. Like, as you said, when, when it first came out. And then them adding, I mean, people forget that Fortnite Battle Royale is a thing. People refer to that as Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just like, it kind of makes me a little bit sad because I was really, like, I really liked Fortnite. Like, just the regular game. Mm-hmm. It had a great concept. It was really fun to, like, just mess around and build things. Right. But then they released this Battle Royale mode. And then, like, I understood how popular PUBG was at the time. Of course. And, like, they were doing great. And I was like, this is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I would maybe, you know, dabble in it because since I already owned it and they gave it to me for free anyways, and the game is free. Right. So why not? Yeah. So the reason why I'm asking this is because, well, first of all, I have never played PUBG or Fortnite. Really? Yeah. I've never played a Battle Royale game. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I've just been the observer here, but I was wanting to discuss, you know, uh, integrate <clears throat> some gaming in here a little bit. I was wanting to discuss this, uh, this crossplay issue that's been going on. Okay. Now, are you up to date or well versed in this at all? So... Just correct me if I'm wrong. At least, as far as I know, it was there was a slip up by Epic at one point in Fortnite Battle Royale where they accidentally had crossplay happen at one point. A lot of people forget about that, yeah. And we actually, Dev and I, I believe we covered that on Mod Chat. Oh, cool. But and months and months ago. But yeah, I'm happy you know about that because barely anyone brings up that incident anymore. Yeah. Like, and like the best part about it was, is like I didn't read too much into it, but what I could gather was, it was just completely by accident, and yep. but it was so simple. Yep. Like, and I think the way it was noticed was people on PlayStation noticed there were people with spaces in their game. Yeah. Game, and then people on Xbox Live noticed all of a sudden they were pl- playing with people who had like underscores and dashes and stuff. Yeah, like things you normally can't get in names. Exactly. And but then like. I think what now it's a regular thing in the game. Like you can turn on an option for crossplay through platforms. Well, you cannot crossplay with Sony platforms. I did not know so that. So that's been the big thing that's been going on. So here's the thing: like last generation, it's it's just I, I find it funny, but last generation. Uh, on the PS3, Sony was trying to, you know, they're pushing free online. You don't have to pay for our service, and you can just play online. And they yeah. even did cross-play with Steam. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, Portal 2, you could, if you bought the PS3 copy, they gave you a PC copy, and you could use your Steam account on the PS3, and I believe you could even do some cross-play with that as well, yeah. too. Um, but now this generation, and I'm telling you, it is because Sony is winning. Uh-huh. But now, all of a sudden, everyone else is doing crossplay with each other, and Sony's like, nah, we're not going to do that because we're worried about our ecosystem. <laughs> so, as I understand it, you know, like, if, if you're on a Sony platform, if you're on the PS4, you can't do crossplay with Xbox One. Yep. I don't believe you can do it with Switch. Nope. You can you do it with PC? Yes, you can still do it with PC. Mobile? Yeah. Mobile is gray. Maybe. Okay. Okay. So you can definitely do crossplay with PC. We'll say that on here. Yeah. Now, the thing is as well, too, from what I'm understanding, Sony's come under fire for one major thing, and it was around E3. So Fortnite had released on the Switch. Uh Uh-huh. 
And apparently people had then found out that if you have used your Epic account on a PS4 or tied it to a PlayStation Network account ever, yep. you cannot do crossplay on the other ones. Like, so you, like so, if so, I use my like if you have a Switch with Fortnite and you try and sign into your Epic Games account that has your PSN on it, you cannot play with that account on your Switch. What? So they have not only blocked Fortnite, they, they I mean, they've blocked access to stuff like that completely. And Epic has come out and kind of washed their hands of it. And they said, yeah, this is all Sony. That's insane. This I did Sony not right hear here. about this. Yeah. So that's what was going on. And then Sony was saying, well, they they had some some garbage excuses for it, but... The main thing I wanted to talk about was I pulled this article from Variety. Okay. And there's this person named John Smedley who had said this on Twitter. Okay. And he was saying, when I was at Sony, the stated reason internally for this was money. They didn't like someone buying something on a Xbox and it being used on a PlayStation. Simple as that. Dumb reason. But there it is. By the way, when I was at Sony. Oh, no. Okay. So that, that was it there. No. He was saying, yeah, they didn't. Okay. So that was it. Okay. No, so there was I guess that was a combination of two tweets there. But yeah. So Sony won't come out and say that, but he was saying he used to work for Sony, Sony. And he just said, yeah, internally, that was the excuse they've been using. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's messed up. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm telling you, it is because Sony is winning right now. So even uh, I know just today, like the day we're recording this right now, uh, there was an ad that came out for the new Minecraft update yeah, or yeah. the new Minecraft game. And it's, I think it was the Switch version is being advertised, but it's being advertised alongside the Xbox One version. Yeah. And they're just saying, hey, we're friendly with Microsoft. We love Microsoft and Microsoft loves Nintendo and you can cross play wherever you want to. So they're really pushing this. And that's another one too, where you cannot do cross play uh, with Minecraft. That's on PS4 either. Yeah, because like, weren't they trying to shoot for that like last E3, right? Oh, yeah. Where they had like, you know, yep. they built each of the systems and, and even, stuff. Um, yeah, and even Rocket League, I know uh, there was a podcast I listened to where uh, it was the community manager, one of the higher ups from yeah. um, the company who does Rocket League. They were actually talking about it and he was just like, and by the way, it was Weapon Wheel podcast he was on, um, just to cite the source there at least, but... What happened was he was saying, because they, they asked about the crossplay, and they're like, yeah, Sony won't let us do it. Like, it might not be as easy for other developers, but we have built a tool for all of this. And they, and then, then the people in there asked, they're like, okay, so how easy would it be for you, like you yourself, to integrate crossplay? And they're like, well, all the backend work is done. And as I said, again, I can't speak for others because we have a tool, but literally if Sony called us right now and said, Hey, we we're gonna authorize crossplay on Rocket League. I would need to open up this tool, click a button, save the changes, wait like an hour for the servers to propagate and take that change, and then PS4 owners could play with everyone else. Like, it's crazy to hear that. It's I, that simple. I think I think yeah, on Rocket League you can play PS4, PC, but you can't do it with Xbox One. Yep, you can't and, do it with Switch. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> I don't understand why, man. That's just kind of crazy. Again, it's money right there. Even another thing, I talked about this on the last, last episode of Mod Chat, but I was talking about, you know, even backwards compatibility we're yeah. seeing. So there's no true backwards compatibility on these no. systems, but you're seeing on the on the Xbox One, you can buy Xbox and Xbox 360 games digitally, or you can take your discs and download that build for free yep. as long as you have the disc and play it off of that. Yep. So you could do the same thing with PS2 games on the PS4, 
but they're not letting you do that because they one they they don't need to they're in a winning position and two they've already proven hey if we put up ps2 digital only titles and don't allow you to utilize your physical disc people are going to buy this shit anyways yeah exactly yeah <clears throat> and i microsoft's been very transparent with their numbers too and they've sh- well at least for you know game usage and such and they've shown that Backwards compatibility is not used all that often. Nope. Because at the end, it's really more of a novelty, if anything. Exactly. You know? Like, I have a friend right now who's like, he's just buying old games yeah. for the nostalgia factor. He doesn't boot them up or anything. It's just because... He's just collecting. Yeah, he's just like, I like to see it in my digital library. Oh, no, he's buying them digitally. He's buying them digitally. Why would you do... No. Because <clears throat> he sold his old collection before, and it, it's too much effort for him to actually... Dude, he can literally go to GameStop and buy those same games for like two, three, five bucks. Right? That's what I was saying. And they'll look nice on a shelf. Yeah. Well, maybe. A lot of the GameStop old games you're seeing now are looking pretty junky. <laughs> Hey, I still have my collection. That's all. You still have your collection, yes, sir. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. No, I can't get behind that. Buying (laughs) Buying it digital. Come on, man. Buying the digital games. He just wants to see them on his digital library. Not actually. Come on, man. I was like, that's like way different than having on the shelf, Bruh. Like, what are you gonna do? Turn it on and brag about it? Look, I'm the digital copy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I did that with a few games. Like, cause I I got an Xbox One X recently, as you know. Yeah. Like, I did that with a few games. So it's like, oh yeah, I got to try Red Dead Redemption 4K. I have it on my shelf. I got to try Conquer on the Xbox. I conquered Live and Reloaded. I have that on my shelf as well too. I own the original. Yeah. So, by the way, it's really funny playing that. Because um, I played it with our mutual friend, Donald. Yeah. And uh, shout out Donald on here. But it was funny because it, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. But it is so crisp and so clear that there is no room for air on it. So you get to see all of the mess ups and tricks and manipulation they did to the image to make the game still run well, but look all right. Yeah. I, dude, I love that stuff about old games. Yeah. It's like, it's really funny because like there's times where okay if there's not too much going on the entire screen looks good but then there's other times where when you get into a larger map and there's a cutscene that's playing out uh conquer will look astounding the character next to him looks great everything else just smudged with vaseline (laughs) and it's so clear to see that it's blurry (laughs) (laughs) like before yeah it's like when you're playing it a long time ago it's like you're not paying attention you're playing it on like a 17 inch crt tv through a composite yeah so it's like everything's gonna look the same and then now you look at it and you're like Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was still fun, don't get me wrong, but then it's just like, oh, well, maybe sometimes the game should stay in the past. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I just need an older TV to appreciate this. Yeah, yeah but I don't want to get like a big, fat, heavy older TV. I know what you mean, dude. Yeah. Built in VCR. Exactly. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Trapping with the VCR. I have um. a VCR, and the only thing I would use it for is digitizing videos, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, and those videos, they get watched one time through, and then I put them in a collection, and they never... The goal is to never watch them again, because I have them digitally backed yep. up. Yep. It's yeah. so much easier to find something. It's That's digitally true. backed up. That's true. Yeah, and it's safer, too, because, I mean, the tapes are just there rotting. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. eventually, those will be bad. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, man, it is... Cr- like, when uh, going back to that, like, when I was digitizing the tapes, it is crazy to see how low quality some of them are, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like, oh man, like this is, now this is looking kind of nasty. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, I saw some of my old family videos, and like, we have older TVs there, 
But it's like, you can still tell. It's just like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. What are we filming this on, man? Uh, if you ever need help with your old family videos, let me know as well, too. I might do that. Might right. do that. I'll pitch it to my uh, parents about right digitizing on. him. Yeah, one of my... Uh, I, I was running this by when I did that project. I ran it by uh, one of my friends on here. It's Lupo. Shout out, Lupo. But... Uh, Nah, he was uh, he was saying he told me in a call he's just like oh man no I saw you were doing that that's awesome like we have old tapes and I told my dad like dad we need to get working on these because I have some tapes from like 1989 1990 and they're dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean they're just they're, they're, like what's gonna happen to them if they're not backed up dude that's crazy yeah so it's just history there it's just yeah. sitting there you know so. yeah it's really nice to have it there absolutely especially you know. Keep it in better format. Absolutely. So. Yeah. It's not going to look too much prettier, but at least it's backed up. Yeah. There's the problem. Yeah. You can just keep it backed up. Everybody can have one. Exactly. Yeah. You get a VHS tape. <laughs> Perfect Christmas present, right? Perfect. Exactly. So one thing I was going to cover as well, too, is uh, Sean. Uh, oh, gosh. Did you grow up as a Toys R Us kid? Yeah, dude. I love Toys R Us. Toys R Us was cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember like when I was first checking out some games there, they kind of had the, the section where I, I think I got burned on this maybe once, but how you would go and there was just like a whole area of game art and there were these little tickets. So you found the game that you wanted and you took the ticket and yep. you would take it up to the front. And it was so cool when they would bring back the game. But there were other times where it's just like, yo, we're sorry. We actually don't have any copies of that left anymore. Yep. Man, I remember, um, for some reason, I remember still in like the mid-2000s, um, the Toys R Us I would go to still had this copy of Time Crisis on the PS1. What? I didn't really pay attention to this. I didn't really know this, but apparently, Toys R Us was known for still carrying stock of dead systems, like, long after. Like, they were just selling that shit until it was gone. Like, they would never take it off shelf or anything They would anything keep like it on that? the shelf until it was gone. That's insane. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Like, I knew they had old games, but I never pieced it together. I mean, there are stories of people in, like, the mid-2000s picking up a few Super Nintendo games. From what? Some, from some Toys R Us that still had it. What? Yeah. In fact, I, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but I don't know if you heard about this a month or two ago. Somewhere in the U.S., um, Sega had sold a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 brand new on the Game Gear. In 2018. What? Yeah. Brand new. Brand new. And it wasn't like, you know, somebody bought the game new in the ni- in like 1997 and then sold on eBay. It's like, no, no, no. Someone went to a store where this store originally purchased that game from Sega and it went to their DC and it came to that store eventually. And it finally left that store as a purchased product in 2018. And Sega technically still got the money for that, I guess. What? And people are speculating it was probably an old like storeroom find yep. in a Toys R Us that was chucked out onto the store floor now, and somebody finally picked it up. But yeah, in 2018, someone bought a brand new copy from a store of an original copy of like Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on Game Gear. That is insane. That like I bet they had to price it too at like what they sold it. Like that's what I want to know. I don't know if it was priced like fifty bucks or if they discounted it to like four dollars. Yeah, like because that's what <laughs> technically a brand new, technically a brand new technically game, a brand new game. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, I would pick that up. That's like that's well worth the money. Yeah. 
But yeah, so Toys R Us, have you have you had the chance to check out, you know, Toys R Us being liquidated and such? No. Man, we should go at one point, but I, I don't remember if they had this, but even the Toys R Us that's kind of local to me, if you look up, it's it just, it makes me smile. But if you look up, if you go to the video game section and you look up at like all the decorations, you know, they have like PS4, Xbox One. Yeah, dude. Guess what other systems they have like logos and stuff for? Huh. Game Boy Advance. Oh, dude. Xbox. PlayStation 2, GameCube, R-Zone. Have you heard of the R-Zone? No, I haven't heard of that. I've seen it before because it's at Toys R Us, but it's like, what is an R-Zone? Yeah, they haven't updated that stuff since we were children. Dude. Yeah. So you're seeing a PlayStation 2 logo just hovering over, smiling, and looking down and blessing all the PlayStation 4 games that are left there. (laughs) There are like... 12 copies of FIFA 14 or something. Dude, the grandparents <laughs> looking at the kid or the grandchildren. Yeah. Oh my God. I should, yo, because now they're doing like 50, 75% off. I should, and they're saying everything is for sale. I should see if they have any of those logos and if I could buy them. Dude, that's what I was actually about to ask you. Because like, they're, they're selling everything. Yeah. I was like, that is some of the coolest stuff you could probably buy. Yeah. Yep, and it's it's all very well made too because none of it was like worn down. like none of it was like worn by like sun or UV rays or anything. Yeah, like because it, it's always it's been probably in just that like store. nasty, dirty. Yeah, like, like you know and like, dusty and everything, but it's not like you know worn. Yeah, yeah. Like there's just a crap ton of burnt dust on it mm-hmm. from the lights and stuff. Exactly. Like I bet they still have those cool like Xbox Live like neon light things. No. They don't? I kind of want one for my basement area so imagine how cool this would be. I want one of those like just a, a neon logo of some kind and just fix it up to the basement area when you're going down the stairs. Yeah dude. So it just illuminates like, like Xbox or PlayStation or Dude that's what I want once I actually get like my own place. Yeah. Like, I want, like, that kind Sometimes of Sometimes you can find those for sale, and they're normally a few hundred bucks. Yeah. But I think it's totally worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had several opportunities to buy a few, but at the time, it was like, I either didn't have the space, or I didn't have the money, or both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, when... Uh, Whoops. Yeah. Like, well, when, when the game shop that we used to go to... Um, uh, I'm not saying the name of it, at least because I don't remember, but like the game shop that we uh, we used to go to a while ago when they were going out of business and they were selling everything, uh, the guy was selling his neon lights and stuff, but they were like two, three hundred bucks. Yeah. And I just remember at the time, I'm like, yo, I'm in college, I'm looking for a job right now, about to graduate. I, I shouldn't be, because I don't really know where I'm living in the next two months, so maybe I shouldn't buy this neon sign. And I didn't. I was good. I didn't. Yep. Yeah. Like, I was basically in the same position as you. I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I have a little bit of savings, but I really don't want to drop it on neon lights. Right, right. Yeah. Have your parents yeah. get all mad at you. Yeah. What would you use your money for? Neon uh, lights. Nothing. <laughs> what is that big glowy thing behind you? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. But yeah, I don't know. What are your, what are your feelings with Toys R Us leaving us? It kind of makes exodus? me sad, dude. Yeah. It really does. Like, I remember because... At least, you know, it was it was a far drive for me to get to the closest Toys R Us. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like, every time I went there, it was like an exciting thing. Because mm-hmm. I only got to go there, I don't know, maybe once every two months or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I loved running through the aisles and then like stopping at the video game section. I would just slowly walk down and play all the demos I could. Yeah. And like rip out tickets because I was a little brat. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like... I don't know. It, it definitely was a fun place to be as a kid. And I think I went like a few times as an adult. Mm-hmm. And it was like, 
it's still super cool. It is. I mean, like, it's kind of depressing now, but it's cool. Yeah, it's still cool because it's just like, I, I love the ticket system where it's like, yeah, do you guys have this? And they like disappear for like 10 minutes and they're like, yeah, which one do you want? And they like hold yeah, up a bunch. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Like, I, and that's the best part about Toys R Us. It's like, uh, yeah, we have these ones. And it's like, I know some people are picky because they look for the small damages and stuff. So pick whichever one you want. Like, I remember when we bought a GameCube. Yeah. From there, and like one of the boxes was damaged, and we were just like, "Yeah, we'll just take you know the newer looking one." Mm-hmm. But it's like, what am I going to do with that box? Exactly. Yeah. Just uh, put it in your closet. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I do with my boxes. That's that's what it turns into. Really, I still want them in good condition, but I don't use them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, I, I'm going to miss Toys R Us, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I I understand. Yeah, like it was not very successful in the past few years and all this stuff, but it's like. You know, kids aren't even like kids now still enjoy going to Toys R Us, but they're yeah. they're not going to have that same sense. But it's just, you know, it's it, it's easier to shop online. It's cheaper to yep. shop online. Toys R Us didn't adapt to this new stuff, um, and even so, the past few years, it's been just the butt of jokes. People are just like, "Wow, I can't believe Toys R Us is still so, in business." Yeah. yeah, but low key, they had even like as an adult when I was going there, they still had some cool stuff. I I never really paid attention to the toys, but I'm saying like. There were so many times they had real good deals on video games. All the time. They had good stuff on clearance. At one point, I got some of my favorite shirts from there. Like, as an adult, when I was like 18, 19. Because at one point, they decided, you know what? We're not going to really carry gaming shirts anymore. And I just went in there. And, Sean, it was like, these shirts were, like, discounted from 25 bucks to, like, 5 bucks, And on top of that, it was, like, buy two, get three free. Oh, my God. I got, like, a licensed, really nice Gears of War 3 hoodie for, like, six or eight bucks. What? I got a Kingdom Hearts 2 shirt for, like, five or six bucks. Yeah. They just wanted this stuff gone. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, and now it's, like, I still have to spend, like, 30 bucks on, like, a t-shirt with, like... Because you're paying stuff. for the licensing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So Toys R Us was real slept on with some stuff like that. You had to get there at the right time. But like, I also kind of feel like people like going into small stores and being able to see something. Toys R Us was big. Yeah, and that's the problem with it, I think. Yeah. It was like it only specialized in one thing and it was huge. Yeah. Yeah. But like and then now people are like, let's go to that strip mall and you know, I can hit a clothing store, I can get a smoothie. Exactly. But even now, that's changed a little bit. Like, I don't know how recently you've been to a GameStop, but GameStop is, like, I saw your smile just wane a little bit, and now it's going down, and now you're just kind of laughing because you know what I'm going to talk about. I have a feeling. Yeah, GameStop is, like, 60% clothing and other swag and toys and collectibles yep. now. The fucking game store. Yeah, dude. I like Because they acquired ThinkGeek. Yeah. So now and they I, need to put all that stuff in their stores because they're not going to open up ThinkGeek stores. Like, I have to legitimately walk the furthest distance away from the entrance of the door to actually look at a game. Yep. Like, I have it's to walk welcoming. through, like, a bunch of dumb stuff to actually get there. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I have been, like, tricked into, like, buying a couple, like, ThinkGeek things. Oh, yo, there. no, 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 no. Their shirts and all that are cool. But yeah. it's like, why is 60% of this game store swag? Yeah, there's been times where I've walked in. I'm like, I bought a shirt. And like a shark bowl. What am I doing at GameStop? <laughs> oh man. But they got some nice shirts. Yeah. Oh dude. There's been so many cool shirts at GameStop. And I'm like, I'm okay with this. But also not. Mm-hmm. For sure. If you yeah. can get them on sale, cool. Yeah. It's like, they had a couple sales and it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. 
taking a break from games here. We're going to come back to gaming. But <laughs> I have one thing here. I just I was even thinking, I'm like, do I want to talk about this? Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> Sean, I, oh, gosh. you experienced watching this with us, but my 600-pound life. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I mean, what? I think you only showed me like a few clips of it. Yeah, and that's that's all you need sometimes. But for anyone that doesn't know, this show is okay. So, it, it is it's a duality. First of all, it's it's incredible. It's amazing, dude. And second of all, it is horrible, just mind rotting garbage <laughs> that you will watch it. And if you, it, it's the type of thing where you're just it's a train wreck and you can't look away and you just keep watching clips on YouTube. And then after like two hours of this, you're like, oh, my God, no, my brain is I need to do a Sudoku puzzle or something yeah, I like need to do like, something to get my brain back. Yeah. And now I'm not trying to go like after fat people or make fun of people by any means, but it's just it's it's the delusion that I just find like so deliciously terrible about this. Dude, I just love how brutal some of that stuff is. Oh, you're talking about like Dr. Now. Yeah, there. dude. So he's so brutal. So what we're talking about here is it's the show on the learning channel. Is it on the learning channel? It's cha- on the learning channel. Oh. And it follows all these people. Every single episode is about a specific person or sometimes a couple. It's about people who are like 550, 600, 700 pounds. And they decide to get a gastric bypass sleeve or they decide to get surgery. And it chronicles their life over the course of a year where it shows their struggles. It shows them meeting with this guy named Dr. Nazardin, otherwise known as Dr. Now who is in Houston and he's an expert with this stuff and it goes through, you know, their dieting and the struggles they have and then, you know, getting the surgery, hopefully, and then them, you know, kind of fighting back and forth. And a lot of the times it ends positively, we see. But I had told Sean about this and then we watched some clips one day and it was just... It, it was one of the most horrible but funny <laughs> things that we had seen, right? Yeah. The, the clips of Shani. <laughs> That's the one I recommend to people. <laughs> Dude, just watch them. At first, like, Danny was describing this stuff to me, and it was just like, <laughs> all right. It just sounds like, you know, normal weird television. Which it is. Like, I'm surprised I blinked through some of this stuff. <laughs> like, I think we watched what? A few videos. and We watched like, like 15 minutes worth. It it was like, it went by in a flash. Like if I actually watched whole episodes of that series, I probably would lose like a few days of my life to it. <laughs> so one night, one night, like we kept watching clips. Oh God. And my girlfriend and I ended up watching the full Shani episode. What? <laughs> <laughs> But just some of the lines in there are so great. Like at one point, she's talking to her boyfriend, right? Oh, no, no, it was her husband. Yep. And she's like getting all angry at him because like he's bathing her because a lot of these people, they're so big that they can't bathe properly. So he's bathing her. And we this is never answered, Sean. We oh, never gosh. figure out why she needs the bleach, but she's asking for bleach and getting very adamant about it. So she's like, nah, you need to get the bleach. The bleach is over here. And he starts looking around. And he's like... Babe, it's not there. The bleach isn't there. She's like, no, you need to go over here. It's past this. It's underneath the sink. And he's like, I'm telling you, I already looked there. The bleach isn't there. And she's like, you're not looking. You go here. You look, the bleach is there. He goes there. He comes back. He's like, I'm telling you, we don't have any. <laughs> she then says, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> she's just. 
finish this. <laughs> but now she says, it's past, it's under the sink, past the black fridge. We only have two fridges. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we only have two. And she says this dead ass like it's normal. And this is not like they have a fridge upstairs and downstairs. It's not like, oh, they have a freezer in their garage. Like, no, inside their house, in their kitchen, they have two refrigerators. <laughs> Full-size refrigerators. <laughs> That's why I'm saying the delusion on some of this is just absolutely crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> A lot of it is also the typical, like, oh, I'm not losing weight because, well, maybe I'm not eating, or no, I'm eating all the right stuff. It's like, well, you're obviously not because you lost two pounds in a month. <laughs> this is not possible. <laughs> that same episode. Or you gained 45 you pounds. gained 45 pounds. What is this? What is this? <laughs> oh, you're talking about the pizza, the pizza scene, dude. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know there's another clip of her where... She's in the hospital at one point, and because <clears throat> the doctor's smart too, he sees past all of this. But he like brings in this crumbled up pizza box, and she just looks at it and she's like, "Oh, that's Freddy's. That's <laughs> that's his. That that's my husband." And the, the husband comes out because a lot of these people are enablers too, and he's like, "Oh yeah, doc, that's mine. That's mine." Yeah. And he's just like, "Oh well, like so. No, 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 no. I see what's going on." You're eating junk like this, and that's why you're not losing weight, and you're coming here because you keep complaining about stomach pains, but I've run all the tests, and there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, and don't think that you can try and eat all those pills that are going to make you lose water weight because I see that in your blood work, and it's not working at all because what's happening is you're having people come in and bring you junk like this, and then you're smart enough to also have them throw it away for you. In a different room. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that was going on. Just like the sneakiness of that. That was absolutely hilarious. I think there was even one thing where there was there was another chick where um they end up like they she says, Oh, I have a sore on my back, so they start Ugh. looking and they find like a crumbled up like just some crumbled up food package between her rolls. <laughs> and they're asking, like, okay, what is this doing here? She's like, Oh, that's that's my boyfriend's. And the boyfriend's like, yeah, yeah, that's mine. That, that's mine. Yeah, and, and then they're asking her, okay, well, what what was it doing there? And she's like, oh, yeah, he was laying next to me here, and, uh, you know, he was eating as well, too. He's like, okay, well, if that's true, why was it why was it underneath you? <laughs> <laughs> like, how did it get... <laughs> it's just when these people get caught in their lies, it's amazing. <laughs> Dude, those are like... <laughs> Like asking that, just I would never expect that. You know, my that favorite thing is, do you believe in God? Do you believe in God? Yeah. So the, the last thing I want to talk about this is there. There's one part where, like, Shani's getting confronted because she hasn't. She says she hasn't been dieting. She missed her psychotherapy appointment. She hasn't been to her doctor now. Doctor appointments either. And the doctor's on the phone with her. He's like, No, no, I'm I'm, I'm calling BS on this. Yep. And he's like fighting with her for a few minutes, and then she just goes in this thing where she's like, Okay, well, I'm gonna ask you, do you believe in God? And he's just dead ass saying, What does that have to do with weight loss? And she's like, it doesn't. I'm just asking you if you believe in God. Because I do, and I think she's like 28 at the time. Yep. And she's like, I've been on this earth for 28 years. And if God wants me to get this surgery, then he's going to allow it. And if he doesn't want me to get it, then so be it. But I'm going to go with his way. I'm going to go as long as he wants me to. And he's like yelling at her. He's just like, this is not a matter of faith. This is a matter of science <laughs> and dieting. <laughs> 
<laughs> his analogy for that too is something about her falling off a skyscraper. Yeah, she he asks her straight up, "If you fall off a skyscraper, do you think that he's going to reach down with his hand and pick you up?" And she says, "Yes, he is." <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're not bashing on faith or anything here. No. But, but it's just like, oh my God. But it's like, okay, you gain weight when you eat this way. And then it's even proven in that same episode. When you don't eat this way, you lose weight. So right now, your weight is all based on diet and intake. It's not based on... On faith. Yeah. And he does confirm, by the way, he finally says, because she tries to flip it on him, and she's just like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, there's other doctors who can operate on me. You might be a good doctor, a very good doctor, but you're not the only doctor, and I don't want someone operating on me who is not faith, who, who doesn't believe in this. And then he just says, he's like, I do believe in God, but this is not faith-related. This has nothing to do with the conversation at hand. And this is something not just with faith, but you see this with a lot of people on this show. And yeah. it's just, it's funny. Like, they just have to have something to back up on. Exactly. Like, Because, but... I mean, that chair's going to break. <laughs> <laughs> you, you led me into that, man. But, dude, 100% love that show just because it's like... <laughs> Anytime they interact with that doctor, that doctor is the most brutal man. He's just, well, he didn't get there being nice. Yeah, like, exactly. Being honest. Like, yeah. he's being so straight with them, but it's like, I feel like he's not even acting at some of those points. Oh, no, he's or not. Or anything like that. It's just straight well, up him being well, blunt. Near the end of that episode, so really, it's like, Shani ends up gaining weight, and then she loses weight, and then she gains a bunch of weight. And uh, I think she loses a little bit, but she does apologize for that. She's like, Doctor, now I just want to say, you know, I'm sorry for my outburst the other day and getting very emotional with you. And he just stayed, I mean, he was nice, but he just straight up said, he's like, oh, that's fine, Shani, but I'm not going to accept your apology right now because you haven't lost the weight. <laughs> so the way that you can apologize to me is by hitting your weight loss goals. And when you hit those, I'll accept your apology. <laughs> I love Again, it. he didn't get there by being nice. Yep. He got there by being honest. Yep. Uh, oh, man. <clears throat> like, star of the show right there. Star of the show. Truly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. The next thing I wanted to talk about, we're kind of going back to games a little bit. But, okay. Uh, I know this is... So, Sean, I, I've told you about this before, but like how in the Middle East, just piracy is rampant over there and yep, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, for anyone that doesn't know, like I've been to Jordan several times. I got a lot of family out there. Shout out to the fam. But um, when we would go out there now, I, I haven't been to Jordan since 2007, I want to say. Has it really been that long? It's been Dang. a long time. Yeah. But last time I went there, um, you, you can go to, so th- like, Piracy is okay there. They, they don't respect copyright is what I'm saying. So you go, if, if you go to the street, you can find like bootleg PC games, bootleg PC applications on discs, um, bootleg oh, yeah. DVDs and VCDs and stuff for like 25, 50 cents, something like that. Yep. If you want to go somewhere nice, like you go to the mall, some malls, but you go to the mall where you have a nicer clientele and you have storefronts and you have air conditioning, then you might pay you know, about double that. So you're going to be paying about like a dollar for your bootleg movie instead of 50 cents. But also there's a direct correlation in 
normally if you go to a nicer store, your disc is guaranteed to like not really have errors and all that <laughs> stuff. Really, the only issue with that is because the people who sell on the street, they're doing that illegally because they don't have a business license to sell. Yeah. Which is why also they don't have any overheads. So they're able to sell cheap. And the best thing is with that as well, too, is a lot of times cops will come by and they'll see these people selling on the streets. If they catch you, they'll kind of just be like, yo, you can't do this. Like, do you got a business license? Nope. All right, get get the hell out of here. Yeah, like they just pick up their stuff and leave, yeah. And they come back 15 minutes later. Exactly. <laughs> so, I've never been to Saudi Arabia for this, but I've had, uh, what is it, like, over there. So, what I was trying to say, going back to, you know, all the, all the bootleg stuff that's there. Um, the last time I went, they had, um, you know, PC, music CDs, DVDs, um, PS2 games all over the place, yeah. PS1 games, um, and one shop that I found in a really nice area of uh, of the town we were at, in the very far back, they had a small sliver of Xbox 360 titles. And this was like the most I'd ever seen for uh, pirated goods there. Like these games are like five bucks a piece. And that okay. was expensive. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this was... Did Ninja Gaiden 2 come out in 2008? I don't remember what year, but that sounds pretty 2008, close. 2009, maybe? Yeah. Ninja Gaiden... Let, let me look it up, right? Because I remember I saw a bootleg copy of Ninja Gaiden 2 over there. Let, let me see. Let me see. <clears throat> All right. All right. Ninja Gaiden 2... 2008. Okay. So okay. I haven't been there since 2008 then. So a little, a little bit sooner. But... Yeah. Anyways, what ended up happening was... Um, so like I've I've gone there. I remember there were a few times I'd gotten you know bootleg goods, whatever it was. It was interesting to see some of the stuff as well too. Um, and I should I should pull some of it out as well too at one point. <laughs> I think I have a few times on the channel just for giggles. But um, you could get like when you buy game systems there, a lot of times they're like pre modded. So for example, in like two thousand eight, a PS two there was like two hundred fifty three hundred bucks. Wow, crap. really expensive. But you bought it brand new, but pre modified. Yep. So you buy your three hundred dollar PS two. And you buy your games for a dollar each. And it balances out real quick. It balances out real, real, real quick. Exactly. So that's how it goes over there. That's how it is in that part of the world, at least. Um, So there have been a few times where in the past few years I hadn't gone, but I'd had family members go over there and Mm -hmm. such. And I had one family member where he went over and he just asked, he's like, hey, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know, just like, just, just get me a game. Because I just I, I didn't need it. I just wanted the novelty of having it. Yeah. I was like, get me an Xbox 360 game. I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Just like just for the giggles, just to have it. Just to have it. Yep. I remember he came back and I asked about it, and he's just like, dude, I I don't know what games you like. I don't know what games you own. I I don't know what the hell you wanted. Like you you could have given me a list or something. And then I just I, I probably looked a little bit disappointed. And as he was telling me that, he's like, oh, wait, did you just want? like any game just to have it and i'm like yeah yeah i did he's like oh i'm really sorry i didn't even think of that when i was there you know what next time it's all good next time i go i'll get one for yeah. you. And i was like okay cool and he's like yeah yeah no my bad i thought you wanted a specific game, game. i didn't know you just wanted a game i was yeah, like yeah no i, I want it just like as a like as a shelf piece as like a, a, a talking point that's yeah. it yeah like if i want the game i'm actually gonna buy it it's fine um, then a few years later, he ended up going back there and came back. And this time the excuse was, which it was valid. He was just like, man, I was so busy and there was this going on. I was going everywhere. I didn't even have time to shop for anyone. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. No big deal. Cool. Yeah. So recently I had one of my friends go over, not to Jordan, but to Saudi Arabia. 
and he was chatting he was hitting me up over there and all yeah. that stuff and he was like hey is there anything here you want and i'm just like get me a game like i just <laughs> just want the game yeah my 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 family has failed twice so far maybe you can be the redemption <laughs> on here right and he's like, is there... Oh, and he understood. He didn't even have to ask. He's like, okay, okay, fine. I'll find you something. Like, PS2 games should be easy to find. We're probably not going to find anything else. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then he even asked me, he's like, do you want to pal PS2, by the way? Because, like, I can get you one here. And, you know, like, they'll be cheap enough. And it'll be pre-modded as well. And I asked, like, okay, well, how much do you want for it? And he just said, don't even worry about the price. Like, I really do not care. If you yeah. want one, let me know. I'll buy one for you. I'll bring it over. Yeah. And I was like, yo, awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. But please, if, if you need anything on it, let me know. A few weeks later, he came back. I saw him. And man, it was just, because it's just, it's burned into the lineage there. So that's why it's disappointing. But they decided to clean up their copyright stuff. Really? Yep. And he said, he's just like, dude, I looked around. I went to all the shops I used to go to. None of them sell games. Because he said that Saudi Arabia has now become much more friendly with copyright because wow. now they're doing a few things so for example like now you actually have like xbox live and playstation network with stronger um stronger region specific services yeah in that part of the world saudi arabia is also doing their own rating system they used to go according to the peggy system they used to just import games from europe and yeah, go according and to that go, system yeah but now saudi arabia they want to put some lockdown on that there's certain games that they're blocking in Saudi Arabia as well, too. Mm -hmm. Because of religious things, because of nudity, because of language, because of yeah. themes in the game, whatever it is. So they're wanting to censor that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, there's pretty much been, for most of, for all of this generation and most of last generation, there was really no piracy. Like, PlayStation 1... Tons of piracy. Yep. PlayStation 2, tons, tons of, piracy. of piracy. PlayStation 3, and PlayStation was real big over there. Xbox really didn't have anything, so that's why I keep talking PlayStation. Yeah. Play, like Xbox and Nintendo weren't super big there because you couldn't pirate that stuff as easily. Yeah, it was, it was harder. Yeah, exactly. Sure. PS3 took years for jailbreaks and stuff to come out, and even so, then when you jailbroke your system, you installed your games internally or you put them on an external hard drive. You yeah. couldn't sell a disc. Yeah, there was no disc involved. Exactly. Yeah. So with jailbreaks, what they would do is they would sell services. So you bring your PS3 in for like $50, they mod it, and they add 10 games. Whenever you want games added, you bring a hard drive or you bring your system and you pay like $2 a game, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but around that time as well too, PlayStation 2 piracy came back around and skyrocketed because people still wanted to play their bootleg games. Yeah. Their cheap bootleg games. They couldn't pirate PS3 games, so PS2 became super popular. But... My friend was telling me he was going to all these stores and they didn't really elaborate. It was like an unspoken thing. He's like, hey, so where's your like your your bootleg stuff? And there's like, oh, we're not allowed to sell that anymore. Wow. They couldn't give him an actual reason. They would just say, oh, no, no, we're, we, we, we are not allowed to sell that anymore. But yeah. there was a loophole with it. It seems like they, um, they can't sell the physical games. They cannot sell physical pirated PS1 or PS2 games. Yeah. But he asked, he's like, they still do the services. So they'll like have, you know, uh, like on their server, they'll have like pirated PS2 ISOs, pirated PS3 games, and they'll be like, hey, if you want, you know, bring your PS3 in and for $30, we'll mod it and we'll put 10 games on there, whatever it is. Yeah. So he even asked that. He tried to go around it. He's like, oh, so do you guys do PS2 games at all? And they're like, yeah, if you want, we can mod your PS3 and put PS2 games on it. He's like, oh, okay. So like if I bring in my own PS3, you can do that? 
but you can't sell me the physical games. And I said, yeah, we can't do the physical games. But we can do a digital. But we can just, you know, load them onto your system for you. Yeah. Um, but even he said at that point it's not very good because they only have the super popular PS2 games or the PS2 games that are well known. They don't have the obscure weird titles. Like, you're not going to find another Pepsi Man. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I know, man. Pepsi Man. That's such a good game, man. Dude, it is a fun game. Oh, my goodness. Mm. But yeah, no, so all, all that was going on with it. Um, but he said he even went to the shady parts, like like just the, the shady seedy areas that he used to go to. He couldn't find a modded PS2. He couldn't find, you know, modded chipped consoles. He could not find a single bootleg PlayStation 2 disc for sale. That's insane. Like I know. And people might be saying, oh, well, duh, that's fine. It's like, no, no, you don't understand. There were entire shops, marketplaces, malls devoted to this shit. Yeah. I think... I think you can still get like pirated movies and such, um, because also over there the internet is slow. Yeah, the internet there is pretty bad, and it's much slower compared to you know what might be in the U.S. or Europe or wherever it is. So they'll still rely on things like that. But when it comes to games, it's pretty much a no nope. on that. Yeah, unless you do the services, and I feel like that's more because it's not a tangible good. Yeah. Yeah. So. But- Oh, that's really sad to hear, man. I know. It's like it's just so cool seeing those like That's an entire lineage gone. Yeah. Man. That's an entire way of history gone. Yeah, man. Oh man. Yeah, no, I was real part of me hurt when I heard that. I'm like, oh man. Never be the same. (sighs) Yeah. It's like (laughs) you'd have to actually find like basically the black market of it. No, even my friend, when he was going around to the, like, he, he was going to the, not like a black, black market, market, yeah. but no, he was going to the seedy areas. And they weren't, sell- wow, no. that's insane. Sean, that's what I, yeah, that's what I said. Like, they, he went to everywhere he could find. He's like, okay, let me go to the places that were definitely selling sometimes things they shouldn't. Yeah. Couldn't find a modded system, couldn't find a, like, couldn't find anything on that. My God. Yeah. Things done changed. Hey, man, I guess that's what happens, right? Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know if there's anybody from uh, from the Middle East who might be listening to this, but if you've gotten this far, please like leave a comment telling us like what what it's like over there now for for the piracy yeah. scene. I'd love like, to know that. How did it change and everything? I talked to a dude in get, get this. I talked with a dude in um, Jerusalem uh-huh. who is a modder, and I think he has a shop as well too. Real nice guy. And he said that I remember it was kind of flattering because he was like, "Oh no, man! Like if you came over here, your work would be so much better than these other guys, and you should be teaching." Now, get this: if if you want to know how to mod systems and such, they have classes on that. What? So people will travel to these classes and learn how to mod, you know, Xboxes and Playstations and Nintendo systems, and they take that knowledge and go back and either open up their own shops or they work at computer and gaming shops and they put those those skills to the test. And do those services. But yes, you can actually go to classes to learn how to do this shit. What? I didn't know that until a few years ago when this guy told me. Dude, that's kind of mind-blowing. I know. But also it was kind of nice when he was just like, yeah, your stuff is better than any of these (laughs) teachers. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Forget your PhD in it, dude. Oh, man, maybe I should. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So I got one last topic here that I was right. to talk about. But uh, Sean, what games are you currently playing right now? Oof. Um, 
What's in your rotation? My rotation right now, I mean, I'm kind of taking a break from Overwatch. Okay. Uh, I've been playing it since it came out, so it's like on and off still right now. You were you were playing on PC primarily after you... Were, were you switching between Xbox and PC? I was switching between Xbox and PC, but since I had more people on Xbox, I was playing it on of Xbox. Course. But recently, I finally started leveling up and doing competitive stuff on uh, PC. Right. But I've been kind of taking a break from that. Um... I've been dabbling in a couple of Switch games, just like smaller arcade games like uh, Wizards of Legend and stuff like that. But then I just recently picked up Far Cry because it was on sale. How is that? Far Cry 5? Yep, Far Cry okay. 5. We, I mean, I got it because it was just... I haven't played a Far Cry in a while. I think the last one I played was 3 or 2. Mm-hmm. And like it was just a fun game to dick around in. And this one keeps up to that point. There's such silly missions in it. Uh, the gameplay solid. I just wanted like you know not a competitive shooter. I just wanted a you know a roaming like PVE kind of setting. No, I got that. I got yeah. that. That's awesome. So. Yeah. No. Right now, let's see. So I even have a, a list of what we've been doing. But um, we ended up we as in like my girlfriend and I. Um, I picked up Detroit Become Human. I I want to play that or watch it. It yeah, looks fun. It's so good. But um, no, the way we decided to do it was like I'm playing through and then she's making the choices or we're like deciding what choices we're going to make together and stuff. That's cool. Played through it. Game was great. And then we decided to play through the other Quantic Dream games. So then we played Beyond and then we played Heavy Rain. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I was introducing her to the other games that are more like storybook-ish. So not Telltale. That might be next. But yeah. uh, we just finished Life is Strange. I heard that one was good. That Yo, was I, I beat it once a few years ago. Like I was playing it as it came out. But playing it through again was really good. Like those games, like, yeah, they're meant for the story, but it's like. Oh my god, they hit home every yeah. single time. Speaking of hitting home, one thing. So those are the games I've finished, but one game that I'm playing right now, I picked it up on Switch because um, Metal Jesus Rocks did a video talking about like recommended Switch digital games or like hidden gems on there. Have you heard of Night in the Woods? I think I have. I'm trying to like imagine what it looks like, but I, I think I've heard of this game. So get this. like I just I heard the concept of it in here, and I was like... Wow, that like just just for the record, I I like right now I'm I can't relate to it in my current state in life, but I was like, wow, this really hits home. Like this is realistic. I want to play this. Uh-huh. So it's very much a narrative driven game. Yep. And it's about this girl named May, who she's 20 years old. She's been away from home for the past two years because she was going to college and she decided to drop out of college. Yep. So she came back to her hometown. She's staying with her parents. She's the college dropout. So now she's going through the trials and tribulations of seeing how her hometown has changed, some of her favorite places have closed, all of a sudden the town has expanded, there's new things there, yeah. several relationships have broken off, several relationships have spun up, some people have passed away, some people have run away, some people have moved away, more people have moved in. She's now reconnecting with her old friends yeah. and kind of going through that frictional thing of, oh, you know, I've been 20 and I've been doing, you know, stuff for the past two years and you kind of just bummed around, but wait, now I'm the bum as well too while other people are doing great stuff. So kind of just going through that weird social angst type thing. Yeah. Um, And that just sounded like the type of thing that I exactly wanted to play through and try and experience that story. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a relatable 20-something. Exactly, kind of yeah. Yeah. It sounded great. And by the way, everything is, all the all the characters are animals. Yeah. Yeah, so all the characters okay. are animals. So, I thought I knew what So it adds was. that cuteness to it. And the, the 
the only other thing on there that I'll reveal is there is something that you did before you moved away. And people are either too polite to mention it, or they will mention the thing, but they will not say what it is. Yeah. So okay. you're kind of just like being shamed with a few things as well, too. And it just that that just sounded like an incredible narrative to me that I want to play. Just something like it, it, it's not like it's going to be, you know, a legendary story by any means. Yeah. I like it so far, but it just sounded so down to earth and grounded. It, it's it's because it's, I think it's relatable. Like yes. A lot of situations in like those kind of games, it's like they just hitting that relatable sense to like some people. And it's just like or like, you know. Some people actually have never lived that in their life, and they're just yeah. like, "I know a friend that's lived through that. I kind of want to know what that's you know like." And it's a great way to tell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know heavy rain this time around. It didn't affect me, like it didn't hit me. Um, but the first like hour of the game, I'm sure you've seen a good amount of heavy rain, yep. right? So kind of spoilers here, you know. But the game came out so long; it came out in like 2009. I mean, so like at this point, come on. Yeah, yeah. I'd still recommend playing it, but hey, so. Uh, no, there's one point, you know, the first like hour into the game, uh, you're, one of the characters, like your son, ends up dying yeah. in the game. And I remember the first time I played that, that like hit me. That yeah, hit dude. me hard. One of my friends, uh, he is, you know, just like a tatted up, like bald, metal as fuck dude. A big gamer as well, too. I remember at the time when that came out, he, because I asked him about it, because that was the game that made me get a PS3. So I was like, yo, this is like the best game ever. And uh, I asked him about it, and he's like, oh, I couldn't play that game. I had to stop playing it. And I was like, wait, what? You stopped playing it? Like, why? He's like, you know, there's some things, and he got really serious, but he's like, there's some things that when you become a father, you just, you cannot see. Yup. And I'm just like, dude, I, okay, I feel it. I don't need to ask anything else. I totally feel that. Nope. It's just like, <laughs> nope, I'm not living through that. I don't yep. want to know how that feels. Yeah. And I don't want to think about it. Yeah. But that scene made him quit playing the game. Not because, And he even said, he's like, no, I thought the game was great. I liked it. But I could not handle the subject matter. Yep. <laughs> like, and dude, and that's like great storytelling right there. Yep. Making some like, Making feeling someone that feel emotion. Like that. Exactly. Like and that's I, they're hitting home with all those games right now. Exactly, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm really loving like, it. I don't care if there's like no gameplay in the game, whatever. Exactly, it's like I don't really want to play through that right now. Yeah. So if I want if I want more gameplay though, I'll play God of War, which I still need to finish. Yeah. But dude, that's like great all around. Oh man, dude, that game is perfection so far. Oh my god. Yeah, like I just, I, I love how, and, and even so, like the kid is like the perfect blend of annoying, like sometimes you get annoyed by him and she's like, no, 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 this is good game design. Yeah, like he's <laughs> a kid. He's a child, exactly. <laughs> I love when he starts mocking his dad too. <laughs> And he's just like, he's just like mumbling. He's like, "You only want me when I translate stuff." Because a little shit, dude. Oh yeah, because his dad has been gone for so long, and his dad's always been distant, and he's been super close to his mom. So his mom dies. Now all of a sudden, he has to hang out with this dude. Who, yeah, he's your dad, but you don't know a damn thing about yeah. him. Like it's honestly, it's probably one of the greatest games about bonding. Yes, like, it is. There's other really good games where it's like you know. Two people become best friends or something like that. Or, like, two people that are friends become deeper friends because of the gameplay. Yep. That game solidifies, like, character when, building and everything. When you're talking about that, I'm, like, I think the, the thing I'm thinking of, the, the paradigm shift of emotion with that that comes to mind is uh, Gears of War 2 
just the whole narrative and dynamic between Marx and Dom changes after he finds out his wife is dead. Yeah. Like, because yeah. originally when the when the first Gears game came out. You I, knew like nothing. I didn't know about it. And oh. then I didn't like it because they looked funky. Yeah. Well, I remember you said it was because there were these big jacked poop looking dudes Dude, they, they who had like, small heads. They look like poop because of their, their armor and yep, stuff. And they yep. have dinky little heads, which mm-hmm. is still true. It's still true. And I still make fun of it, but I actually <laughs> like the game now. <laughs> but yeah, like I completely agree with that. Like that was another really good game about like two people bonding. That wasn't just about chainsawing dudes in half. It's like Well the you, first one was. The first one was. Yeah, yeah. But no, I just remember like, yo, that's I, I think I need to replay that as well too, but Gears 2. So again, a game that's like ten years old at this point, so kind of spoilers <laughs> here, but hey. No, no, no. Like you're playing as Marcus and your partner's Dom and y'all are like best friends until the end and all this stuff, but he's looking for his wife. And at one point, like there's just the scene where he sees his wife and he finds out she's dead and like, oh, I'm getting goosebumps just talking yeah, about dude. this. But at one point, no, like, he's just like holding her vegetable state body. Because she's not dead at the time, but she's essentially a vegetable. And he's like, Marcus, no, she's fine. She's fine. And he just like, Marcus just comes over. He puts his hand on Dom's shoulder. He's like, Dom. And, Mar- and Dom's just like, no, no, it's okay. He just looks up at Marcus and Marcus just says, Dom. Yep. And just conveys everything there. Marcus walks away. You hear the gunshot. And after that, for the rest of the game, it's just the the dynamic of talking they have between them. It's, it's gone. And it's, it's gone. Because Marcus, you know, it's that awkwardness. It's that tension. It's like, you just killed your wife. I don't want to sit here in silence, but I want to talk to you. But I don't know how to approach you. Because Marcus is also a very hardened dude. Yeah. Who would never, you know, he, he's been absent of emotion for so long. Yeah. So he doesn't fully know how to emote properly. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to handle the situation. And Dom, of course, just lost his wife that he's been looking for for, for years. years. Yeah. So he's not prepared to deal with any of this either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's just, it's such good storytelling. And then they like, I love it because they drag it into the third game and like more spoilers. And it's like, it's a lot less emotional, but True. it's like. Because at that point then in Gears 3, Dom is, he, it, in Gears 2, he's mourning. In Gears 3, he's angry about yeah. his loss. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I think they really definitely brought it back in when, like, you know, he sacrifices himself. Correct. Wasn't yeah. necessary or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. That was, that was more... I, I have a lot of issues with yeah. Gears 3. Yeah. Um, but Gears 2 is just, like... It's so good. Like, the campaign on that is perfect to me. Like, perfect length, perfect pacing. Yeah. Like, great gameplay, great storytelling, level design. Just, like, that, that game... Just as I said, the, the camp. Oh my god, the campaign's so good. I need this is why I need to replay it. Yeah, Fuck it's, the first gears. Yeah, I need the first second. gears was just like this is the gears of war. Exactly. The second game was like really good, gristled like game design. Like mm-hmm. it brought all the fun things from the first game, but then it was like great storytelling. Yeah, and like the progression and learning like about the world and everything was just so good. My thing with Gears Three is it's just like okay, so this game was about eight hours on average. Two, th- two or three of those hours were pure filler. The yep. reason why they added in, the reason why they dragged out the game to about seven or eight hours is because it was supposed to be the last game. So they decided to say, we need to pad this a little bit. They put Ice-T in there, which is cool, but Ice-T <laughs> served nothing. Ice-T is in the game because he's Ice-T, and that's it. Dom sacrifices himself. He didn't sacrifice himself because he needed to. He sacrificed it because they wanted to make it dramatic yep. and spice up the game a little bit. Yep. That's why I have all these little issues with Gears 3. Because they just have all these cliches of, 
oh, you didn't really, like, Gear, Gears 1, I feel like, okay, that's like the beta. That's opening you to the game. Yep. Gears 2, perfection with the ga- campaign. Gears 3, it's like, okay, the gameplay is there, don't get me wrong. And the multiplayer was great for the most part. Yeah. But when it comes to the actual, the storytelling, the devices, everything else, it's like, okay, yeah, these are all symptoms of we need to stretch this out and make it flashy because it's the end of a trilogy. Yeah, we're like, and that's it. We had a general layout of how we want to end it. <laughs> But we need to figure out a way to make it epic, but it really didn't turn out that yeah. epic. Because Gears of War 2 was shorter than Gears 3, and yep. I had no issue with it. And if Gears 3 was two or three hours shorter, if they cut out that filler, I would not have minded that. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember distinctly playing through the game because I played through it all in a day. And I just remember playing through it. I was like, yeah, about at least two hours of this game is just completely useless. Like, <laughs> it's like if you cherry pick the good parts out of it and made it its mm-hmm. own thing, it would have been a pretty good game. Yeah. Like, it definitely, yeah, it would have not definitely lived up to two. Yeah. Because the story was all... Two, you also had, like, Ty, you had Tech, you had, like, really awesome characters that got introduced into two. Yeah, and Ty died. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do you remember the, do you you remember the, um, the poll that they did for Gears 3? It's like, should we kill Carmine? Dude, I love that. (laughs) I was just like, dude, Carmine has to die. He has to. <laughs> I'm sad he didn't, but you know. Yeah, well, the the audience voted no. I know. Yeah, for for anyone that doesn't catch the reference on that, so in there's this there's a family, and this is the Carmine family, yep. and in Gears One, he's like the first person to die. Anthony died. Yeah. In the first one, the and second then, one was Ben. Yeah, so Ben Carmine dies in the second, and the third one because again they're going yep. all out for the trilogy. They're just like, all right, we're gonna leave it to the community. Do we kill Carmine? Or do we sacrifice? Or do we save him this time around? And the community said, "Hey, let's save let's Carmine. save Carmine. Let's see what happens." This <laughs> but time. I think they joked around it, like in the game, quite a bit. Where like there were so many times he almost died. Yeah, dude, also, I loved it. Just remember one of the best tutorials was in Gears Two. Where it's like, what was that? It's, it was like a weird monkey dog thing. <laughs> Wait, that was it again. It was the weird monkey dog thing. <laughs> dude, I loved it because like every time Carmine died in a way, but it was like. He died because he was teaching you something. Yes. Yeah, the first time he just died because he died. But the second time, I remember, like, they make Carmine the most lovable character. So it's like, they giveth you the Carmine, but they taketh him away. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) dude, that's what I loved about the third game. They were like, look at this super ripped Carmine. (laughs) Like, he's like all the other Gears, like, main characters, except Mm -hmm. he still has the Carmine helmet. Yep. And then it was just like, now is he going to die? Nope. (laughs) Yep. Nope. (laughs) Ugh. Oh man, well I think that that's about it I had for uh, for my stuff here. Yeah. So, Sean, I guess here's the thing. Normally I ask my guests here where they can find you and all that, but you really don't do the social media thing or nope. or uh, what is it like the YouTube thing? Nope. Anything. So <laughs> I, I guess wait for you on the channel to come back. Is that <laughs> yeah, it? pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, like maybe I'll make a social media account that people can contact me at, but I mean I doubt I would ever use it. Right. But right. yeah, I'm just Sean. <laughs> just Sean. Yeah, we appreciate you having uh, having you on, Sean. It was hey, man, time. it's great. I love doing these things, man. So anytime. I think this is the first podcast you've been a part of, right? Yeah, this is something completely new to me. <laughs> I only welcome, ever watch podcasts. Welcome to the world of podcasting. It's super fun. I like it. I like it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for watching and listening, everyone. And until uh, next month, we'll. we'll We'll see you then, I guess. Yep. See you, hear you, whatever it is. Yep. See you guys. (laughs)